Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The World Series is a five-game set, tied up, one game apiece, D-back, strike back, and pretty solidly. Let's talk all about it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today after World Series game number two and the D-backs tie it up. It's brought to you by SeatGeek. Code John Boy Postseason is going to get you 10% off any ticket of your choice. Uh, even if you've used a code before, you've purchased with that email before, 10% off for you. Uh, so head to Arizona because hopefully that place is fun as they bring the series back tied up. And before I throw it to Jake, I want to say I wasn't on the uh, episode last night because I didn't drive in the office. I forgot I had to take the train home. It sucked. I wanted to be on it, but I didn't get a chance to thank all the subscribers. 100K, awesome. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, the next milestone is actually 101, and we're really fucking close, so we could like use some. Out. It's a personal one for much. us. Maybe even yeah. before this comes out. Yeah. But uh, thank you. No, honestly, very cool and, and appreciative. So, Jake, how are you? Very cool. James Davis, no Trev. Uh, and the people will get no thank you from me. We gave one at the end of last step. Um, and it's World Series time. Like, you know, I don't have time for that. Sal Frank, figure it out now. Uh, I'm doing well, man. I'm, you know, I, I think we were... With this World Series, we're prepared for everything. If Texas came out and bombed away today, it would have been a whole episode that's like, well, I guess the Phillies just did this to the Snakes. <laughs> like, buckle in and let's see what Fott's got and do that whole thing. Uh, in a way, this is almost a win for both teams. Like, the Snakes, you walk away like, we've kind of dominated two ball games. Uh, we end up with a split. Obviously, two would be sick. And if you're the Rangers, it's kind of like, We've almost lost two ball games, and we still got one. So, um, obviously, the way that today went down, dominant, dominant. Um, and it was good. I was, I, you know, we've been live streaming the games with Dalton. He's been in goo goo gaga land because he's one of the biggest sports fans you'll see, and he's a massive Snakes fan, so he's feeling some emotions he's literally never felt before. Uh, so today was smooth because the Diamondbacks kind of, kind of rolled, man. So I'm, I'm doing good, and I'm excited. My game five, I'll be lifeguarding the pool. It's now confirmed it, it'll be happening, and there will be a game five, so I'll be out there. So Ooh. I'm jazzed up. Ooh. Are you going to be sitting in the pool lifeguarding, or are you just, is that a figure speak? I am <laughs> um, not the legal lifeguard. There will be a there legal lifeguard there. there. I will. They are giving me lifeguard paraphernalia, or is it just phenalia? Is paraphernalia but That's drugs? where you're going to sit? I'm in the pool. Not That's in the cool. pool, but I'm around the, the pool, guarding and protecting, like a Batman of the pool. You're, you're like, like are the, you are, the, like, are they going to show the outfit, and you're in a lifeguard tower, not a regular seat? I'm going to have flexibility out there. I've, I've got some juice with the snakes. Wow, you can, like, run around we, the whole area, right? we get a home run in the pool in game five. We're going to have something. You're going to jump in and save the ball. <laughs> I'm hoping more so a Jeffrey Mayer situation. Dude, a don't little. come up. <clears throat> Let's burn this. Game. Hold down there. Yeah, I mean, you gotta stay down there if you go get a ball. Just like, a you little gotta, too long. You gotta make people be like, "Whoa, where is he?" 
Well, dude, it probably gets scary because other people are going to jump in. People will probably do that to you anyways. The real life. Guard. I'm trying not to go in the pool, if I'm being honest. All right. Well, let's burn the game. Yep. Game two in Arlington coming off a historic game one. Don't mess with Texas. And stud Jordan Montgomery as they try to take a commanding 2-0 series lead against Merrill Kelly Kapowski as the Snakes would hope to get saved by the bell after a tough ending to game one. We're scoreless through three. My oldest son, Gabriel. Moreno goes eastbound and down. Let the boy watch. Lourdes, shine down on me as it's two. Nothing snakes, but cut it in half as this Mitch, this Mitch, unstoppable. Garver gets his hands in. What a swing. It's two to one, but after that, it's like a weird dark part of the aquarium. It's all snakes. Merrill Kelly with seven innings, one earned run. And the boys were bopping Longo. The old bull teaches the young calf young as he pulls one past him down the line. And the stars put it on ice. Carroll and Marte with RBI hits. Kelly to Sal Frank to free us. Snakes dominate game two, 9-1 final, and head back to the desert, tied at 1-1. Big game. Big game. I, I have, um, if if the D-backs win and, you know, uh, Lavello comes on the show or something, he's in such a good mood, we're like, hey, hop on, let's chat. I'm very curious what happened the first couple games versus the Phillies. Like, how how come you guys forgot you steal? Because it, right? they they did it game one. They only got one stolen base today, uh, which I believe makes them 18 for their last 18. Tommy Fan did get picked off. I don't think that ruins the stolen base streak. But they also sack bunted three times, Jake. Yeah. And two of the three led to the runner. They moved to second scoring. And and one of the times it was Longoria who laid down a bunt first time since like 2014 or whatever that stat was. Trev was texting. He was all excited about it because in Longoria's next at bat, Young's playing him in for the bunt. So, like, they're just snaking him to death uh, offensively. It's worked this series. And, you know, what happened those first couple games was Phillies, but stolen bases weren't high. They still snaked him to death with just running. Longoria scores on a single from second. Um, they got him playing like he's 10 years younger than himself, which is cool. That hot shot right to his face. Never a doubt. Never a yeah. doubt. Uh, yeah, man, he's he's got that juice of holy crap. <laughs> I, we're here. I'm in it. Let's do it. And yeah, there's something to, and let's see how the rest of this series goes. And you know, that snake style of baseball, we've t been talking about it, but it almost feels like it leads to big innings because Jim, we, we've talked a lot about situational hitting this year here and mostly in a negative way at talking Yanks. Baseball is going to make a turn where everyone fought back and was like, no, you can't just try to hit singles the other way no you can't and when yeah. this when the snakes bunt a runner over their intention is now get a base hit because that scores a run and when they get that base hit now you've scored a run and you've got a runner on first so it sets up that big inning that I, I think this snake style of baseball is going to come back to baseball in a big way which is awesome uh they bunt a little too much but it works for them like if they had more star players they wouldn't necessarily be bunting this much, but it's perfect for this team. Um, yeah, and the Guardians, the, the 2022 Guardians are probably like, shit, 
Yeah. That was her whole identity. It's stolen. And it, they had a much better year. So, um, and I, I don't know. I think the other thing that goes in with that, and this isn't situational hitting, it's just kind of a snake's philosophy, is contact itself. Jordan Montgomery with zero strikeouts. I, I know he definitely didn't look his sharpest. Early on, he looked pretty good. I mean, he was, <laughs> both starting pitchers were dominant through the first three innings. A lot of early, weak contact outs. Um, no strikeouts, and I mean, we're not even close to like a pitch-tipping situation. It felt like he didn't have his best curveball or changeup, which when Monty's good, one of those turns into kind of his, his strikeout pitch. But they were putting everything in play, which at, at some point turns into a bend-don't-break situation, and eventually it kind of broke. Uh, but all of that is also with the backdrop of Merrill Kelly, full-blown shutting down the Texas Rangers lineup. Because otherwise we'd be talking about, you know, if Merrill Kelly gives up four, we could be talking about how the Rangers were up four to two uh, going into the seventh inning. I want to get to Merrill Kelly, but since you started with Monty, I believe uh, Rosenthal came on and said, you know, his fastball is two ticks down. All of his pitches were down. I believe all their hits came off sinkers or or fat. one was a four seam. Um but I believe all their hits came off the sinker, which was uh, ticked down. So, but uh, but also with the other pitches not being as sharp, then you can just kind of sit on that. But I, uh, the home runs and big doubles definitely came off singles. I'm trying to remember. There might have been one early that I missed that wasn't a sinker. But uh, it's a lot of hits, so I don't I don't know. A lot of hits. Well, how many did Monty give up? Uh, Monty ends up giving up nine. Bummer. Crazy. He, uh, you know, they, with Monty, he pitched the bullpen in game seven, 30 pitches. So fatigue a little bit set up. I don't know what his rest will be like if he goes again in game six. It would be game six. So I think you end up getting an extra day. I think he, yeah, I think you're decent there. Yeah. But he still wasn't awful. I mean, no. I mean, if he comes out in the in the sixth inning, it's a two one game, and you're like Monty, pitched six innings, two earned runs. So like to even actually, yeah, to even kind of be talking, um, you know, he was down. They did give up a lot of hits, but as you and I have been saying, and I've been preaching since 2017, Monty is Ben don't break of a pitcher, and I absolutely like loved him for that when he was on the Yankees. I am interested in the seventh inning pitching decisions by I'm one. I'm interested in the seventh inning pitching decisions by Bochi. And I'm interested in what Texas Rangers fans feel about it. Mm. Cause I don't have, I don't know if I have strong feelings or not. I was a little surprised to see Monty come back out. I thought he would be batter by batter. If he did come back out first batter gives up a double, a double to, or he gets Moreno out. And uh, then a double? No, in the seventh, Thomas is his first batter. Or are you talking about and, the sixth? No, when did they, when did they score? The seventh. So the sixth was the funky inning. He gets Moreno to pop out first pitch. He gets Walker to pop out in two pitches. And then it's the fam double. They intentionally walk Ariel and pick off fam. Oh, uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was the, I, that was the so sixth. I'm, and then in the seventh, I'm talking Alec about the Thomas seventh. doubles. Yeah, I'm talking about the seventh inning. Thomas doubles to start uh, the inning. And I thought you'd be doing a batter by batter situation. It's a two, one game. Yeah. They didn't use spores in game one. Correct. 
Uh, correct, I believe. I'll double check, but I I don't think Spores or Chapman. I know he's not fully in the mix. Yeah, but, but I think they got the righties coming up. Uh, or Longoria and, and whatever. But you got Spores there. It's a 2-1 yeah. game. He didn't pitch in game one. You have an off day tomorrow. Instead, they keep Monty in. Longoria singles, the hot shot to third. And then that's another run. And then they bring Heaney in. And I'm like, I don't know. You, you kind of... I would have went to Spores if it was me, but I don't know how hot I am about that. And I'm interested how hot. Rangers fans are or not about the seventh inning pitching changing decisions. Yeah, I mean that's that's a really interesting lane because it's it's Longoria, Perdomo, Carroll. Um, although they did they keep him in? They kept him in for um I just clicked on the wrong box score. Uh Heaney's weird. I, I I think that's a fair statement either way. Like I I it A should probably be a reliever there. Like whether it's Spores or whether it's Chapman, I, I think you'd want someone coming into that spot. Uh, but maybe that's something Bochi had lined up before the game is because we end up seeing it more so later in this game. This game turned into a get your postseason or get your World Series feet wet. Uh, yeah. But still, uh, yeah, that's going to Heaney there seemed like an odd one, especially if you weren't going to let well, him it's, run. It's lefties, right? So he wanted to get Marte and or Marte switch. So. Carol? Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know how upset I am or not upset about because I because I also don't think the Rangers can burn their good arms unless they have the right. the lead. That's what I said in the preview. But it was two one when guess, this was kind of happening, and you you had a bit of momentum. Texas fans could scream at me. I that feels like a perfect Chapman spot. Like you're you're down to Ooh, okay. You're, you know, I like that. if you're gonna use a lefty in the seventh inning. Like, I, yeah. you know, if you're trying to spark someone or just find out if Chapman's not going to be a part of this series at all, that feels like the lane because Perdomo's worth, worse against lefties. Um, Marte is better against lefties, and then it's Corbin Carroll. So that was the three-batter lane that Heaney came in on. And I guess we were surprised, and maybe this was Bruce Bochy's Heaney tryout, um, that if you were going to bring Heaney in to a losing effort, because it turns into 4-1 when he gives up the hit to Carroll, I guess we were surprised they didn't leave him out there to do what Martin Perez did at the end of the day. Just eat bullets, let's finish yeah, yeah. this game off. So yeah, I think I think that's a that's an odd one. It's either or or or, or you I still don't mind spores if he's facing Longoria, Perdomo, who's uh, a bunting switch bunter, and Marte. What'd you have Perdomo as there? He's a switch bunter, I think, yeah. baseball reference has him listed as. He really is. It's wild. Anyway, let, that, let's get to the, <laughs> the, the main headline story of this game is Merrill Kelly, who was, man, as crafty, kind of, I know, he was very crafty. I won't say what I was going to, com- he was very crafty. I sent the baseball savant image to Biebs, and everyone was talking about it, but it is, the visual is cool. Like, he was... He was where he wanted to be with all his pitches. Like, look at all those cutters right above the zone. And then all that green, yellow, orange, that's all the breaking stuff where the pitches with movement, and those are low. So when he's in the zone, he's doing it carefully with the pitches where he wants them. And then that high middle area where people feast, he doesn't have many there. It was, like, really, really awesome pitching. He was dominant. I mean, there's there's something fun with his pitches. I, I feel like it's a... 
like a skinny peak Lance Linnish a little bit. Like it's a lot of pitches from 88 to 94 with different yep. movements. And then he does drop in that 183 mile per hour slider in there, which he, he used that strate- strategically well tonight. Um, and man, the, the pitch he gets beat on is, is a sinker down and in off the plate that Mitch Garver yeah. just drops the bat on and, and it goes. Uh, it was a crazy impressive outing. Um, you know, you've got the infield hit uh, by Young up the middle. You got Evan Carter with his kind of broken bat to center. And that's it. Uh, Nate Lowe sent a scary fly ball at one point, but otherwise it was nothing. And, uh, man, he threw a – we've all felt a little lame on the stream when we compare stuff to our Blitzball stuff, but we got a Blitzball battle coming up. Go check out Warehouse Games if you haven't looked at it. Um, his last pitch – uh, when he struck out, I think it was Jonah Heim, and he ran back that sinker. Oh, my yeah. goodness. 3-2 yeah. just to dial that up. The dude was in the zone, and I think it was funny. We started doing a, you know, 89 pitches. You're up 4-1. You used a lot of your bullpen yesterday. We started doing the dance, and remember Merrill Kelly's last time out? There was a little hostility when he came out. It looked like he was kind of happy for the handshake this time. Uh, he was well. Good. He talked. He talked about that in his post game presser. Right. He said, like, uh, paraphrasing. He basically said that where they were at in the game and who they had in the bullpen. Um, and oh shit, who was his last batter? It was Heim. Heim. So he's like, I. Sh-. So he had an awesome post game interview. He goes, I struck Heim out, but a lot of those fastballs were running on me. Um, the the first pitch, I'm looking at it now, first pitch, second pitch, four seam, sinker, outside, outside to the right, arm side, and then the, the fourth pitch, four seam, arm side. So he, sa- so he said in his post game, uh, that last at bat to Heim ended up striking him out, but really didn't like the way that four seam, my fastball was uh, running arm side. So at that point, when I got to the dugout, I was happy to, you know, say, no, let's go to, let's go to the pen. So in his head, it was his decision. That's why he's happy about it. It's fun to be a player sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Um, he was. Uh, he was special. He's been special this whole postseason, man. Um, it's so funny because he still doesn't think he could have had the best, the best pitches in the world. He's Lavella was going to take him out. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, th- this guy. He's been dominant. It's funny that Phillies game, I think for everyone that watched, uh, you know, he, the two pitches that got hit were absolute nukes. It was the Schwarber Harper show, but this guy's, he's been, he has been dominant. Um, and good for him, man. Team USA guy. I think he just turned 35. We were talking about on the broadcast, um, getting his roses in the postseason, Pretty cool. Um, I got dogs. Excuse me. I have two dogs. It's true. Farmer's dog. What about them? They're a sponsor. My dogs eat farmer's dog. Yep. It's cool. I, uh, oh my goodness. Guy on the guy on the screen was just scaring me. Uh, 50, 50% off your first box plus free shipping is what you can get at your farmer's dog. It's healthy dog food. Chris Rose loves it. Yeah, he's a big fan of it for his dogs. You got it for your dogs. My dogs eat it. I uh, I cut the packet right in half and then squeeze it out one side by side. Uh, 
they actually do send my dogs like Maisie gets one and, and Mac gets another, which is cool. For a while, I didn't know if there was, it was all Mac. And then you I were looked, mad. there are some Macy's. You were, you were mad at Noodle for a little bit. I told you Noodles had his name on him, and you were like, I don't know what my pups are getting that. I'm glad they are. They are, yeah. Maybe they heard me. Anyway, you guys can get bags with your dog's name on them, and you can get it for 50% off your first box, plus free shipping, thefarmersdog.com slash johnboy. Noodle loves his farmer dog. So do I. We go split sometime. Um, Ooh. I guess uh, I maybe a little rapid fire on just some interesting notes from this game before we maybe tee up uh, the third a little bit. Uh, going to Sal Frank was fun. Uh, he was kind of put in timeout, and then he comes into the blowout game, uh, gives up a couple rockets, but they're all at people. Uh, yeah. So that was funny. Um, trying to think what else. I, I mean, Tommy well, Pham's well, four hits, um, that's pretty crazy. Another trade deadline acquisition gets pulled before he has a chance for the fifth hit. That's kind of tough, Tori. Come on. There's some funky stuff in this game. But one of the cooler things was Tom, one of Tommy fans hit looked like it was coming at the camera. Like, oh, like right at her face. Line mm-hmm. drive. That was cool. Uh, one thing that's not like a silly note, but a good note is Adelis Garcia goes 0 for 3 with a walk. I mean, kind of needed to yeah. see. I don't think that makes any difference for game three. He's still a scary, scary, scary threat. But is Jordan, but no, 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 it's Jordan Montgomery. But like Jordan Montgomery shutting down like you're done. For that series, you kind of just need to see it. Like, can anyone stop right. him from homering? Like, even can like it happen? Can he not homer once? Is it possible? So it's possible. You aim to do it again. I don't know if you can contain him, but nice to see it in the box score if you're a D-backs fan. Massive. Him him and Seeger go hitless today. Uh Simeon really hasn't been a threat. He and en- he ends up getting a hit um in in his last A B there, but uh, yeah, you know, the spotlight will start to turn to him a little bit. He's He's been in a funk. Um, Christian Walker, still some tough at-bats, but he ends up getting a hit at the end. Will that spark him? And, hey, how about Gabriel Moreno, man? This this guy's been batting third. They've kind of been looking for that spot in their lineup. He's 23. Like, he didn't have a crazy regular season. He's a massive lefty-righty splits guy, and he starts this game with a homer, and now I think both of these teams – are undefeated when they score the first run in the game, which I don't know, do with that what you want, but that's this postseason. That's um that's really important. <laughs> that's really important. It's a really me. funny stat considering game one. Right. Like that doesn't matter anymore, but whatever. It fits the stat. Six if there was no lead changes, it would be a right a better stat. Which are for the most part. No, the D backs have had the most lead change games, I believe. Of this postseason, yeah. Mostly thanks to themselves. Um, yeah. Six for 14 with runners in scoring position. That's a good formula. The tack on runs late have to be massively important that you don't have to sit through uh, some maybe some tight Paul Seawald pitches. Texas doesn't have a runner in scoring position at bat until the last batter of the game, which is insane. Uh, this was uh, dominant. So the funny, funky stuff we saw was Walker bare hand off the base. Yeah. Fam picked off. Max called him a dumb fuck. Mm. And then the the pickoff throw from Frias to Walker, who didn't think that was funny at all. No. Walker, not a big in-game humor guy. Which of those three okay. did you think was the most like, uh, ha-ha, that's cool. Ball off or the that, bag. Or ha-ha, that's fun. Ball off the bag is always going to win for me. Yeah. I, I just Baseball. Think, I just think the fact that that can change a play entirely 
Yeah. Um, that's insane. Obstacles. You know, it's like it's a gag game. It becomes a gag game. Oh, and we're yeah. going to put obstacles in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the infield. But obviously they're there for a reason. It's, it turns into a little more Crash Bandicoot than baseball for like one second. Um, I liked the the Tommy Pham pickoff because you just don't think Monty is going to call that on you. Like, yeah. I don't really blame Pham that much, although you do. You can't have that happen. You can't do it. But, you know, Monty's like a pretty big dog. Uh, people have been uh trying to bunt on him this postseason it hasn't worked he's feel his position but i don't think he'd ever really like be like this guy's not going to make an athletic move to get me out you know it's not like a fear you know he's not stroman or sunny gray out there just like Boom. i've flipped i i think he is i i think i think every player who's gotten away from the yankees has washed all the bad off of them i think monty's uh, a great fielder now like i think that's a yankees stigma in our head he's been elected I don't, I don't even know if he was bad as a yankee he might have been fine but I just think, like, if you don't have a scouting report on him, Tommy Pham's st- standing on second, like, they're not going to do that. Right. He's got some good proportions. Like, I can see if you don't have a scouting report. Man, this, this game was so quick early, and then it got so slow late for a little bit. Hmm. Uh, Longoria with the bunt, and then he, he beats Young down the line with a single after that. That's some... D back October magic BS. I know Trev was Trev was blowing up the group chat about that. He'd be mad if we didn't mention that more. <laughs> and I, the only the only other like big thought in my head is Corbin Carroll has never felt like, except I guess Game Seven against Philly, which hello when when you need a guy to show up, he's never felt. Like, he's never felt scary or, you know, Evan Carter went nuts to start. Like, Seager and Adolis have been unpitchable. Cattell Marte, NLCS MVP, and, like, he was nasty. Corbin has never felt that, yet every game he's contributing. Yeah, I have a weird relationship with Corbin Carroll. <laughs> I, I don't really get him. Yeah. i am be honest. I mean, obviously, people that don't understand what I'm saying will be upset because it was vague and not really thought out anyway sure but he's obviously a great baseball player you're confused by the goatee confused by the goatee are the when he swings and misses ugly is that throwing you off at all or do you not care yeah that's because when he swings and when he swings and hits it it's so composed right um he's so fast he never steals i know he does steal but like this like you were you're doing the stream so you're not listening to the uh right Broadcast and they're like, well, he's got to go now. They they were they threw over. They were at their limit. They did two pickoffs. So he's on his third. It's like a three one pitch, or maybe a two two pitch, whatever. And you know they're like, he's got to go. He didn't even like think. He didn't even do like this thing. He's like what? And then they're like what? And then they're like it was full count. Like well now he's got to go. I, I think he went then. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just like kind of a little like what is this all about? Um, I made this comp on the stream and it's I don't even know how much I stand by it but like he feels like such a robotic brain while he's playing and I said like Kawhi Leonard like kind of just like haha baseball you know like I I play right. no I play baseball because he's the most boring interview I've ever heard during a game he's there to play ball he's yeah he's like, like I'm not here to do you know he didn't come to play school he will not be any he will not be in a we got ice video I will I will stamp that. It'd be fucking the funniest video if they ever did it. 
There's no baseball game tomorrow night, yeah. but there is a baggage playoff game. Jake and I yes. facing elimination, mm. six o'clock warehouse games channel. Mm. Team baggage versus hook line sinker. Horrible. And we need the win. So six Eastern warehouse games, Jake and I try not to be pathetic anymore. But that's I think we covered the game. I think perfectly. so. We'll see you on the stream Monday night. Uh talking baseball Monday night. Goodbye, farewell, so long, Alvita's in. Alvita's eh? Miss you, Trev. Get better, Trev. Chick silks. That's something you want to get better at. That's something he wants to get better at. Choose some, get a little better. Clean shaven right now. Mm.